If you've been wanting to find out more about walking in the Spirit, then you're going to love today's episode. Today on God's Plan for Living, I'm going to be jumping into a section of Scripture in Galatians 5 that starts to introduce the concept of walking by the Spirit here on God's Plan for Living. Welcome to the God's Plan for Living podcast, where I give you a simple roadmap to living your ideal kingdom life. I'm Matt Tommy, your host. Let's get started. Well, hey, my friends, so glad you're here with me today on the show. Really excited to share some good information and hopefully revelation for you about what it means to walk in the Spirit and walk by the Spirit. In fact, it was one of the main things that that Paul was concerned about when he wrote the letter to Galatians. And today I want to jump into uh, not only some scripture, but also the heart behind, I believe, what Paul was trying to communicate here in Galatians 5, 13 through 18, where we start to hear him talk about this concept of walking by the Spirit. Let me just say this by way of introduction. It's not enough to do things for God. God is calling us to walk with him, just like Jesus did. He said, I just do the things that I see the Father doing. Remember, as restored sons and daughters, we have the opportunity to walk with the Father in the cool of the day and be able to experience life by the Spirit, uh, not on our own, not trying to figure things out on our own, not trying to accomplish things on our own, but really in the freedom and in the revelation that Jesus has restored to us as uh, sons and daughters through his finished work on the cross. And so I want to read to you uh, in Galatians 5, starting in, in verse 13. This is a beautiful verse um, that really, that or section of scripture rather, that starts to say this. It says, for you, brethren, have been called uh, to liberty. Now, that's pretty incredible, I think, that you've been called to liberty. A lot of times we think we've been called to religion. We've been called to do things for God. We've been called to obligation and all these other things. But listen, Paul makes it clear. You've been called to liberty. In other words, freedom. It is for freedom that we've been set free, right? The Bible says that. And so God's calling us to this life of liberty, this life of freedom in him, which is really beautiful. So continuing in verse 13, it says this, but don't use liberty as an opportunity, right? We've all heard this for the flesh, but through love serve one another. So again, it's this idea that you can't use the liberty that you have, the freedom that you have in Christ as an opportunity to sin. Of course, that's nobody's heart, but sometimes, you know, when we don't fully understand what walking by the spirit looks like, we can, we can think, Hey, well, you know, there's grace. I can just kind of do whatever I want to do. No, we don't use it as an opportunity to sin. We use our freedom to be able to serve one another. In, or, in other words, to be able to put the needs of others before our needs. Why? Because we know in the kingdom, the last shall be first. We know as we serve God, as we serve others, as we walk by the spirit, guess what? Our needs will be met. God will meet our needs, fulfill the desires of our heart, you know, according to his riches and glory in Christ Jesus, more than we could ask or imagine, plenty left over to to share with others. That's how the kingdom works. But you can't put the cart before the horse. You can't put the, the blessings and benefits before the responsibility and opportunity to walk in freedom to be able to serve the Lord and serve others. So that's huge in, in verse 13. And then it says this, for all the law is fulfilled in one word, even this, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. But if you bite and devour one another, beware lest you're consumed by one another. <laughs> so again, the whole thing is like, hey, 
you've been given freedom in Christ, not only so that you can experience freedom, but so that you can extend that freedom to others. This is the beauty of the gospel, right? We've been saved so that we can bring that saving power to others. We've been healed so that we can release healing to others. We've been reconciled so that we can be, we can be ambassadors of reconciliation for others. But if we're using this freedom just to kind of serve ourselves, then what, what do we do? We start focusing on our own needs. We start focusing on our, our own wants, our own desires, and we start pushing away our service and our, our, our laying down our life in walking with others. And that is not the DNA, if you will, not the expression of the kingdom of God. And so he says, hey, listen, if you do that, you got all this freedom. But if you start using it for yourself, you're going to start getting jealous, start getting protective, start hoarding. Listen, one of the beautiful things I think about the kingdom of God is this. When you learn that you have total freedom you realize that you have total security in the Lord. You don't have to prove yourself anymore. You don't have to try to make things work out for your own good. You don't have to defend yourself. You don't have to prove yourself. Guess what? You can walk in that freedom and in that authority that Jesus gives you. As he he is Lord, as he is defender, as he is protector, as he is provider, you don't have to make all that stuff happen and you don't have to be jealous of other people or protective in those situations in order uh, to, to make yourself be able to be somebody that's, that's thriving. You can trust that God is working in and through you, even in situations that may seem difficult for you. All right. So this is, this is starting to be really good, right? We're starting to realize, Hey, freedom's not just for us. It's actually so that we can experience that freedom and give it to others because that's how the kingdom of God works. Now let's continue. It says this, In verse 16, I say then, walk by the spirit and you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh for the flesh lusts against the spirit, but this and the spirit against the flesh. And these are contrary to one another so that you do not do the things that you wish. Now, this is this is huge, right? Walk by the spirit, he says, so that you don't fulfill the lust of the flesh. Well, what is the lust of the flesh? I like to think of it of it this way, you know, when we're lusting after something or a lust of the flesh, we're usually desiring something that may be a natural desire. It may be something that that God's designed us to to desire in a healthy way, but we're looking to get that need met in a way that is outside of God's original design. You think about sexuality, you think about uh the the marriage relationship. Uh, you think about, you know, how we get our needs met relationally. We can either do that through manipulation and control, or we can do that through submitting to one another and walking with one another in love. And so anytime that you're dealing with something, a lust of the flesh, a lot of times the enemy will take a natural desire that you have, a natural desire to to serve God and accomplish things for him, a natural natural desire for relationship. And guess what he'll do? He'll start to turn that and twist that into a way that fits your natural desires as opposed to submitting those to his spirit-led desires. And so the whole thing is this, hey, we've got desires. (laughs) We, We know that we have needs, we have desires, we're walking in this natural world, but Paul is, is saying, listen, you got to walk by the spirit. In other words, don't just use 
the freedom that you have in the spirit to act any old way and just think, hey, God will forgive it. No, we want to walk as led by the spirit according to God's original design. Why? Because that's where life is. That's where the fruit is. And so these things, Paul's saying, is are always in tension. They're always rubbing against each other. They're always in, in turmoil. One trying to get you to go this way, one trying to get you to go the other way. But here's what it says in verse 18. It says, if you are led by the Spirit, you are not under the law. So this is a wonderful thing, right? <laughs> we want to we realize that in Christ, we're not under the law. In Christ, we can walk by the Spirit. We don't have to fulfill the lusts of the flesh. In other words, we don't have to walk by our feelings, but we can walk as led by the Spirit, as empowered by the Lord, knowing that we have freedom in all things, but choosing to bring our life under the Lordship of Jesus so that His Spirit can lead us. He can bring us into the life that He has for us rather than us trying to accomplish all those things and lusting after those things on our own. Listen, lust is one of those things that, you know, there are the there are the overt things that we think of when we when we think of lust. And then there are the sort of seductive things, I think, that when it comes up to religious zeal and trying to do things for God and trying to make things happen and trying to live out of a performance mentality and a striving mentality. Listen, that can very, very much be based in a spirit of lust. What is it? I want that to happen. I want that experience, and I'm willing to do anything for that to happen, even if it requires me stepping out of God's will or God's timing to do it. And listen, it's maturity in the Lord when we can learn to walk by the Spirit, not only with His motives, but also with His timing, and trust Him that even though we have freedom, we need to walk uh, as, as ones that are guided by His voice and led by His Spirit. Listen, my friends, we're all growing up in the kingdom. We're all learning how to to walk by the Spirit. I hope this is encouraging to you today. It's just part one of three parts where I'm going to be doing here on Galatians 5 and walking by the Spirit. I hope you'll join me uh, for part two as we continue to understand what the works of the flesh look like and then also what are the fruit of the Spirit look like so that we can all start learning how to walk in the Spirit and be Spirit-led, Spirit-directed, Spirit-inspired in everything that we do. Listen, make sure you hit the subscribe button. Make sure you hit the like button. Comment below. Let me know your thoughts. And I can't wait to see you on another episode here of God's Plan for Living. Bye. Hey, my friend, it's Matt. Listen, just wanted to say thanks for being with me on the podcast today. I hope you'll take a moment to subscribe so you don't miss anything here on the podcast, as well as leave us a review and let us know how much this podcast means to you. Until next time, my friend, I love you. And remember, you were created to thrive. Bye.